Welcome to the Soul Tapes Podcast. My name is Adam Cruz. My name is Antonio Reyes. And welcome to season two. Season two is here. Yes, you uh, may have noticed that we took a couple weeks off. Yes. Um, just a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you may also notice that our setup is a little different. Yes. Season one. Yes. Um, you know, we are. Have, these past few weeks have been weeks of transition. Yes. Right? A lot of things happening. Yeah. Crazy things happening. Yeah. So uh, maybe you can share why we're not in the <laughs> same setup. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. I think we're going to get into it. Okay. I think we're going to get into that. Yeah, that's going to be a part of, of what the whole point of this first episode is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And don't worry, guys. I didn't um, lose anything. No. You know, <laughs> it wasn't anything negative. Off, you know? No, no. There's no... Uh, there's no bad reasons why. It's actually a lot of good. Yeah, a lot of um, good, yes. But um, I'm sure part of this conversation is going to be um, sometimes good things come, but they're not easy decisions that have to be made, right? I agree. I agree. I think that um, it, as we keep moving forward with life, we have to be brave enough to take hard decisions sometimes, you know? Yeah. And many times we have to take decisions no longer based in good or bad, but maybe sometimes based on uh, what is good and perhaps what uh, perhaps bring potential and yeah. can be better for us in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think as, as uh, you know, it's funny because I, I fancy ourselves to be on the younger side of life, you know, even though... Um, for me, you know, I'm 28, getting closer and closer to 30, and you're uh, the young age of 30, which is great. Um, but start, you know, you just realize as you as as the years go on, how you know I'm the type of person that I'm not like the the best when it comes to change. So I prefer, you know, if everything just stayed the same, and once I get kind of accustomed to a rhythm. I, I prefer life to kind of stay that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've noticed as I've gotten older that that's, uh, that's, that's a pretty, like, picture-perfect idea of what life could look like, but, yep. look like, but it's not reality. Yep. Uh, life is always changing. I've heard someone say that, you know, if you're not growing, if you're not changing, you're not growing. Yep. So... Um, I think that's where I've learned as I've gotten older to embrace change and making tough decisions. Um, I'm kind of in a similar space as you, but not exactly the same situation, but just, you know, tough decisions can look different, you know, yeah. look different for everyone. Um, and sometimes the, the result of those decisions are not what we expect, expect yeah. them to be, right? Yeah. I think we will lie to you if we um, tell you that every decision, every risky decision that we made set us up with the outcome that we're expecting. Yeah, Because totally. it's not true. It's not, it wouldn't be fair for everyone to under, to believe that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's important also to mention. Yeah. Like, the risk is still there. Yeah. When you make tough decisions. And, and, and um, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because we live in a society where um, everything that we build and everything that we work for um, has to do many times to build comfort, protection, yeah. you know? consistency in our life yeah and um and we no longer are willing to risk many times you know yeah 
to make tough decisions, to let go of certain things that are no longer helpful yeah. or perhaps are no longer uh, fit for us. Yeah. You know? So I think that's very important. Yeah, and I think, you know, even not even getting into like, you know, what God, you know, is asking of us or the spiritual side of things. Yes, I think yes. the reality is, is that, that as, you know, there's this idea of maturity, right? right you right. know, and, and getting older and growing and learning and, and, you know, realizing that, you know, as a child, we might make certain decisions because we're just, we have a lack of knowledge and understanding of the world. But as we get older, you know, these tough decisions come because, you know, I, we've talked about this a little bit before as far as the fact that, you know, when, when you get older, it's, there's things that you want to stay the same. There's things that you don't want to, to have to change. But the reality is that when you, when you need to get to the next level in your life or when you want things to happen, um, you know, something I always share with younger people younger than me is that, especially those in high school, I always say, like, yeah. when you, if you have a dream or you want something that you want to accomplish in life, it doesn't just magically happen. You know what I mean? Like, even for someone like me who, you know, and, and you as well, like, we're, you know, going to college and, and uh, sorry, let me fix my chair. It's okay. Go for sure it. That, hey, man. You know, I realized that my full look wasn't complete. Hey, so. no, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I feel you, bro. Uh, uh-huh. So, you know, I realized that, that your dreams don't just happen. They don't just come true. Like, you know, we, I know we always think of, like, people, you know, who were born into money or born into these circumstances where they just, you know, everything worked out for them. But even if we take, you know, that idea away, the reality is that when you want to make something happen in life, like, you're responsible for taking the steps to make that happen. Yep. So sometimes you might find yourself in a position where you have to make those difficult choices. Yep. Like, hey, am I going to choose to stay comfortable? Am I going to choose to continue to hope things are going to get better or change? Or yep. am I going to have to make a decision to actually put some steps forward? Even, like you said, even if the outcome isn't exactly what you're hoping for. Yeah, and I think that that applies in, in, in all levels in, in, in life, you know, from relationships to your work to your career yeah. to your relationship with family to many other things, right, yeah. with friendships. Um, I think that's that's so important because many of us, we keep holding on to something that we don't know, we no longer enjoy yeah. and we no longer are growing in it. But because of the fear of actually taking the risk, um, uh, we we, are, we we don't take that decision. We don't make yeah. the decision. But but when they still, but then in the process we still complaining. We still yeah. making excuses. And I think that um, I'm not gonna say it's easy because it's not. Yeah. You know, those some of those um, some of those those decisions are gonna open your heart. They op- they might open some scars. You know because of, of the level of of how close they are to you. Yeah, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, sometimes you have to be willing to rip the band-aid off and just yeah. uh, keep moving forward with it. So what what did ripping the band-aid off look f- like for you? Um, I mean, I can give you several ones. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, um, I mean, obviously we are at work here, you know. Yeah. We, we started the conversation with, like, we're not in the same place. Yeah. Um, because I had to take many like some decisions in my life, right? Yeah. And um, part part of my process in life, you know, I uh, my wife is from um, Northern California. Yeah, you know, yeah. From close to the Bay Area, uh, my family is there. Her family is there. And um, I've been for most of the time that I've been here in the United States is 
been here in LA. You know, yeah. I've been here for about Out of all times, he's calling me <laughs> right now. It's okay. I ignored his call. Let's keep going. Okay, so uh, part of the process was um, uh, I felt like uh, at, the, at the end of the year, you know, there were some opportunities coming up up north. Mm-hmm. Um, a place that I don't feel like I wanted to be necessarily, yeah, you know, yeah. because I have my friendships here in mm-hmm. LA. I have relationships. I have mentors. I have opportunities. I have my job here. There's so many things, you know, yeah. that I... I enjoy being here, but also um, going to the spiritual peace. You know, I feel I felt that God was um, pushing me to make a decision to to make a choice. Yeah, it had to do with like um, to build my future. You know. Yeah. And 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 perhaps my future uh, might look different than what I thought. Yeah. You know how to I make the decision to transition over there. You yeah, know, to yeah. leave L.A. You know, a place that I love and I, I, I still, you know, I'm still healing. I would lie to you if I, if I tell you already uh, I'm over it, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm still in that process of grieving, leaving this place, you know. Yeah. But I feel like my life was going to be more miserable if I didn't take that decision. If I stay, even though I had everything that I wanted here and perhaps many more mm. coming up for me. Yeah. But also I wanted to explore into the unknown of what God can build with my life, and I actually obey, you know, the this this voice calling me to a to a place that I don't know, yeah. to a place that I have no agenda, have no necessarily plans. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I know I, I'm not necessarily saying like already know what I'm gonna do over there. Um, all I felt it was that I needed to go, you know. And I think that takes me back to, and we're gonna, I mean, obviously we're gonna make it. Um, um, and spiritual thing, right? <laughs> yeah. That takes me to Nehemiah, you know? Nehemiah saw the pain of his people where um, a lot of them, they were exiled and they came back, but their their city was in ruins. And he saw the pain of his people and he told the king, let me go. He he felt that he needed to go, but he didn't know why mm. or for what. Yeah, It wasn't until he arrived that he received the instructions from God that he, he was supposed to rebuild the walls of that city. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like many times we have to make choices like that without even knowing necessarily. Yeah. We just have to follow the this this burning inside of our hearts that even if it causes pain to let go of things that we love, um, and people that we love, you know, mm. and um, I think it's, it's more um, it requires obviously bravery, but uh, also I feel like um. I'm not saying I'm super brave because I'm not, but yeah, yeah. but I'm saying it's like you are. how to <laughs> how to pull that bandit off, you know, and yeah. and it's still bleeding, yeah, it's still bleeding to this day, yeah, yeah, and I you know I think that's a really like beautiful illustration as far as ripping the bandaid bandaid off, but you know I think it's still bleeding in the sense that that's the reality of difficult decisions that they yes. don't they don't come without it wouldn't be a difficult decision if there wasn't some level of hurt, there yep. wasn't some level of wrestling, if there wasn't some level of um, turmoil and things that, that you have to go through to make that decision. Yep. Um, I think it's important to spend that time. You know, one thing I really think that why I said, you know, you definitely are brave is because it's like 
to make a decision like that is like it's not something that a lot of people you know really want to want to find themselves in that position in life of having to you know for those that are listening like move your whole life from what you thought it was going to be like you know from thinking you're going to you know plant your roots here in LA yep build your ministry build your businesses build your yep. future build your family build your friendships and then now all of a sudden you feel this tension of okay I have an opportunity now to go up north yeah and one thing I think that is important for us to like dissect is that you know I think and you can speak into this because yeah, you know, yeah. I think we're really you know the whole premise of this episode is really kind of diving into <laughs> this journey that you've been going through yeah. um but you can, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, you probably wouldn't have made that decision if you didn't feel like God was clearly speaking to you as far as directing you to move into this into this area, right? Like, I mean, if you felt like this was outside of God's will for your life, you probably would have said no, right? Yeah. But for some reason, you felt like this was God asking you to trust him in this. What was that like? Like, what, what was those conversations, those feelings, those prayers? Like, yeah. what was that like? You know what? I always told myself, and I remember people asking me, are you willing to go back? And I would say, God will have to calm down personally. <laughs> and have to talk to me about it. Yeah. For me to take a decision, because I never take decisions based on uh, money. Mm. Never take decisions yeah. based on wealth or yeah. perhaps having a house. Opportunities. Not, not opportunities necessarily, because I'm going to get a higher position, you know. Um, not, not, I'm not saying that that's not well, good. Yeah. You know, I'm, all I'm saying is that I don't base my decision on that. Yeah. I, I base my decision based on purpose. Mm. Is this leading me to my purpose? You know, um, and I think that uh, my process in, in in life, you know, when it came down to that, um, I I felt that um, everything started with a conversation with an uncle. You know. And even though that wasn't necessarily the the end of of what I was gonna do, you know, it was just the beginning, a seed for me to actually start thinking about that. You yeah. Know? So yeah. everything starts with a seed. Yeah. You know, everything starts with a seed, and it starts growing and growing and growing. And I and yes, I mean, if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't probably make that choice. I I always tell people. Um, that this decision was more based on obedience than desire and excitement, mm. you know? Yeah. And I think that that's, that's key because many times we're going to make choices not based on excitement yeah. and, 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 and uh, expectation necessarily. Like, I'm expecting this. I'm, I'm excited yeah, yeah. for this. You know, I'm emotional for this, you know? Um, sometimes you're going to have to make choices based on obedience and saying, I don't know, but I'm I still going to trust because obedience is powerful. Let me ask you this, because I love that, but what would you say to someone who maybe listens to this podcast, but maybe is not a believer? Yeah. Maybe someone who doesn't have a relationship with God, maybe hasn't been to church in years. Yeah. Um, what does that look like, or, or how? what would you say to that person? Like, Because, you know, I, I love, I personally, you know, you know me, like, I rock yeah. with that, like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what what does that look like for someone to say, you know, make, making decisions based on obedience? What is it? Yeah, well, well, how could you maybe respond to someone like that? Yeah, I think that when when we think about um, when we think about our purpose and who we are and mm -hmm. what we're designed, yeah, and crafted and wired, you mm -hmm. know, I think that um, is based on a lot of times obedience is based on who am I, mm -hmm. 
you know, what am I crafted and designed yeah. and, and wired mm-hmm. for, right? Yeah, yeah. And perhaps sometimes, you know, um, we have to submit to saying, well, I love to do this and I love to do that, but I also know mm. that I'm capable to accomplish that and do that and explore yeah, yeah. that, right? Yeah. And it's, it's, but I'm not excited for that. I'm not excited or I'm emotional, yeah. uh, you know, f- to, to explore that op- mm. option. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's willing to come under that and saying, but I know I'm capable of, of it. And yeah. I know that I, uh, th- that is going to expand me and that's going to uh, make me grow and that's going to bring maturity yeah. and, and so many other things, right? I think that's the best way I can explain it when it comes down to obedience. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I just think that's really good because it's, it's the way I've, I've kind of tied that into my own life is you're kind of being obedient to like, and even maybe someone who doesn't believe in God or isn't a Christian yeah. wouldn't say it this way, but just so for me to say it in yeah, the way it. that I can say it is like, you know, you're kind of being, you're being obedient to the true self of who God created you to yep. be. Yep. So, you know, a lot of times those tough de- decisions come because you're saying my perfect circumstance would be that I can be successful and build my life here in this certain area, but... I know that in order for me to be true to who God has created me to be, see, for us that, you know, for having a, a you know, relationship with God, would say, well, God clearly is opening an opportunity here in this area. But maybe you're not, you know, if you don't believe in God, you're like, well, there is an opportunity in this area that I didn't, told yep. myself I would never even see myself building a life over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think what's important is that as a wise person, you would be dumb, and I don't want to use that word, but you yeah. would be, you would not be you would, wise. You would not be wise yeah. to not at least consider yeah. what that would look like, yep. what that opportunity would look like. So I think it's not, it doesn't always have to do with like, even if you don't have a faith, yep. but you can say, hey, let me at least consider what a life would look like in this place that I never imagined I would even consider building something here. And when you start to consider that, and when you start to dream about that, when you start to say, hey, what is the reality of that? You, you start to weigh out your options and say, what do I have here currently? What are the opportunities that are here? And then even like you said, I mean, I think there's certain people that you have the ability to, to thrive in something new. And not everyone, you know, really can do that. Not everyone is, is capable yep. of doing that. So when you have those capabilities of saying, you know what? There's an opportunity here. It's not what I wanted necessarily, but it's something new. There's potential. There's new ground. There's there's all of these opportunities. I think, and one thing that we've talked about, you know, obviously, you know, just in our personal conversations is that you also know that if you spend a year, two years there, and for some reason it doesn't pan out the way you thought, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. You can move back if yeah. you want, right? Yeah. Like, it's not the end of the world. And I yep. think you're in a perfect, and that's something that's what, like part of the wisdom, like yep. conversations, is that you know that you're in a perfect season of your life to make a decision that even if things don't pan out the way you thought, yeah. what's the harm in saying, cool, we did it for a year or two, and we realized, you know what? I think it's time to go back. Yep. And that's okay, too. And I think that's the one thing I have, I've had a conversation recently with a friend where it's like, if, if, if there's any time to fail, now is the time to fail. Yep. And it, even if that's what failure looks like and you have to go back, is that really a bad thing? Yeah. No, it's not. So 
when you start to weigh out your those situations, you start to see like, okay, there's no harm in taking that risk. Yeah, you're not really losing that much. Um, you're you're actually just taking a risk on a new opportunity. It's great, and there's yeah. excitement there. Um, it's change. It's tough. Yeah. But then you start to realize that even if you say, you know what, I changed my mind, you have the ability to do that and come back. Yeah. No, I agree, and and I think that um, um, we have to be honest about this. You know. Um, there's certain opportunities that never come back. Yeah. You know? And I yeah. remember having this conversation. You were asking about what was that process? What was those conversations about for me to take this decision? And part of it is that talking to one of my mentors, you know, and um, he was with us a couple weeks ago, you know, having a conversation mm-hmm. with Josh, you know, and I was sharing with him, like, look, this is the opportunity that's coming to my, my way, but I, I, I don't want to go, but I do, I'm evaluating the decision. And he told me... Uh, something that just messed me up, you know. He told me, Antonio, there's moments in life that there's these windows of opportunity that open up. Mm. When they open up, you don't know when they're gonna open. Once they're open, you don't you don't know when they're gonna close, yeah. and even if they're gonna open again. Yeah. So you have to make a choice and take a decision. Am I gonna take those windows of opportunity, or am am I not? You know, mm-hmm. taking the risk that they're never gonna open again in life. So I think that we have to be conscious of that, right? We have to be conscious of those opportunities. Are we willing to jump in into those things? Yeah. Now, the other thing that I wanted to touch on is, and we were talking about those. You just mentioned this, you know. I think when you develop a higher level of adaptability, right? That's how you say mm-hmm. it? Yeah. That you can adapt easily to certain situations or times. That gives you an advantage, for this kind of decisions also in 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 your workspace whatever you do yeah if you if you um if you develop this sense of adaptability in your life it helps you so much because um anything that comes your way you're willing to adapt and, f- and figure it out yeah right and i think that for my my entire life and i was talking to opening my heart you know about this yeah um i was talking having a conversation with my my counselor you know and and um, before I left, and and I told her, look, I think my whole life I have been making this type of decisions, you know. Yeah. I went to 13 different schools before I graduated high school. Um, not even one school per year. 13 different schools before I graduated wow. high school, you know. Um, I moved to, like, two different countries at, by the age of 15, and I was living to like six different places before I was 18, you know. So I always had to adapt. I had to adapt everywhere that I went, mm-hmm. you know. But I was like, um, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Yeah. You know, I'm exhausted of making these type of changes. Yeah, I want yeah. consistency in my life. I want I wanna, I wanna build something consistent for my future. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't be taking this type of decisions more often than before because – um, I have a wife. I want to build something for her. I want. I want to have kids. Yeah. I want to have future. You know. But at the same time, every decision that I make with this level of risk have brought something beautiful and powerful in my life. Yeah. You know, I can't deny that either. Yeah. So. So yeah. I mean, I don't know where I was going with this, but <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I, w- I would just. And that's yeah. a part of the journey. Those, those yeah. conversations. Those thoughts. Um, you know, you brought up this this idea of adaptability, and it's true. Like, there's so much power in that. 
Um, adaptability is one of those. Uh, if if you've ever done like strengths finders or any of those those tests, yep. um, that's one of those strengths that people naturally have. But one thing about strengths that I think people don't realize is that even so for me, like I talked about, like I'm not. I was never the type that was super adaptable. I I preferred yeah. routine. I preferred yeah. structure. Um, but I've learned to be adaptable. I've learned to f- to flex that muscle to to really learn that strength. I mean, I think we've all to a certain extent learn have learned that with this past year of you know COVID and working from home and you know if you have that opportunity and just all of these things of life not looking the way that we thought it was going to look. Knife things changing that we never could have imagined um, would have changed. And so we've all had to, to a certain extent, really introduce ourselves to this idea of being adaptable. So I think that that's something that, you know, for, for those listening, like thinking about and, and watching, like if you feel like you're one of those people that you're naturally adaptable, great. Like really – Utilize that gift and that strength when you're when you have to make th- tough decisions. But if you're someone who maybe is like, man, you're like me, where you're like, no, I'm I prefer routine. You're not really the the most adaptable person. Yeah. You have to realize, like, in order to get to that next level in your life, it's going to require you to be adaptable. Yeah, it's going to require you to say, you know, that's why I get frustrated with people that, um, or not with people, but when people say, uh, you know, oh, I I just could never you know, be friends with someone who's like this, or I could never be around people yeah. who are like, think this way. I could never be, you know, hang out with people who act this way. Like, you know, I don't like those types of comments because, you know, just the type of person that I am and, and the type of person we are, like we, we, we have this desire to love people for who they are. Um, and it doesn't mean we have to agree with everything, yeah. but I think that we have to be adaptable when we're hanging out with people. Yeah. We have to be okay with the fact that, yeah, maybe they don't like to talk about the things I like to talk about all the times, but you know what? I, you know, perfect example. We talked about in our, one of our last episodes, you know, we talked about sports. Yep. And I was sharing, like, I'm not the, the type of person that loves to talk about sports all the time. Yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. there's a lot of guys who do. So I've learned to just be adaptable and like, hey, like, let me let me just kind of pay attention a little bit. So when I go in these conversations, I don't, I'm not just sitting here like, oh yeah, I don't care about that. So sorry, I don't have anything to say. Yeah. And it just makes me like. It makes you limited with those interactions. Yep. It makes you not being able to have impact with people. Because sometimes that's the only way people know how to interact. But once you start to break down those layers, you could have real conversations. Yep. And I think it's important just to, to, to be adaptable, to be open. And a lot of times people just close themselves off and say, oh, I just only want to be like people who think like me, act like me, are interested in the same things as yeah. me. And I just feel like that's super limiting. That doesn't yeah. really allow you to engage with people who are different from you, which for me personally, I think is is really important. What, what, let me ask you this. Um, because you were saying, you know, before you, you were more into like routine, consistency in your life, structure. Yeah. Um, I do, I do also love structure and consistency and, and, and you know, routine in my life. But yeah. My story is different. What challenged you or pushed you to explore that aspect or develop that aspect of you? Yeah. I mean, when I think about growing up, it it started at a young age. So, for example, here's a perfect example. Yes. Uh, so, you know, growing up in the church, I grew up, was born and raised in a specific church in Bellflower, city of Cal- you know, California. And... Um, from like eight years old to like sixteen, we were at that church in for our family. With our family, um, we had this opportunity where, and you can sense it. Like even at that age, I could sense like my family was kind of at a point where it felt like, eh, 
we needed to make a change. We weren't really, like, growing. We didn't really love the church we were at anymore. A lot of, like, negative stuff was happening. And an opportunity came to transition to a new church. Now, granted, we were at this place for eight years, practically raised there, friends that we had, you know, grown up with. And I remember for me, I was like, even though I felt all those things, because I did feel all those things, I did feel like my family was kind of ready for a change. I felt like, okay, there's a lot of negative stuff happening here. But in my heart, I was like, I don't want to leave because these are my friends. I, you know, we hang out with these people. Like, we've built years together. So for me, it was like, no, I don't want to do it because, you know, again, I, don't, I just wanted to stay there. And, I, and now when I look back in that season and we made that transition to the church that, you know, we've literally been at now since we were 16, you know, Revive Church, you know, I look back and say that was the best decision that we could have ever done for our family. And I look back and say, man, just imagine what would, where would my life be if I didn't make that switch, if we didn't make that change and say, hey, let's, let's be adaptable. It's, it's okay to go to a new place. I remember the first time I went to the church and I was 16, and I was like, this is bigger than I was used to. This is weird. It's different. I don't like it. Like, I didn't love yeah, it. It wasn't yeah, like yeah. I went and naturally, like, yeah. oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, no. That's, that's so good that you mentioned that. Yeah, like, it wasn't like, oh, this was the best decision. No, yeah. it didn't. It, I look back on it now and say yeah. it was the best decision. I look back after the years of relationships that I still have with people that I met when I was at that age. Yeah. Um, friendships that we we look back on. I mean, I met my wife at that church. Like, think about it. Yes, like, imagine. Like, think yes. about all these all the yes. people that I you know continue now to still have a relationship with. Like, you know, so I look back and say, man, from that young age, I could see the power of just being open to adapting and making those tough decisions. Um, and now, even so, you know, speaking of my wife, like she, her, one of her strengths is adaptability. So when we talk about the strengths finder. That is one of her strengths. And then the, actually, I was, I was, I was asking you because of that. I yeah. thought I was like, is does because I know Vanessa, you know, and I was gonna ask you, does Vanessa had some sort of influence in that aspect of you? So yeah, that's exactly like now being an adult and being married to someone who they're naturally like. It's not even that that's her strength. It's like that is to the core yes. of who she is. Yes. Like you know, needing change, needing yep. like. Okay, get, getting bored of They're things. Constantly yeah, looking constantly for the next. looking boom, for boom, something boom. new. Yes. Like, okay, we we've been home for three days, four yeah. days. Can we do something? Let's go somewhere. Like, you know, let's just do something different. And it's like just this, just doing something different excites her. So it's like, for me, being someone who's comfortable, like I'm okay with just you know, if we're home, we're home. If we're doing this, we're doing. Like I'm okay with that. So now being in a relationship with someone who is that way has forced me to embrace change. To force me to to be open to the fact that, hey, I have to, I can, and this is where I think the bear conversation is we can't always trust our feelings, right? And even yes. with her, because she's the type of person where, you know, she'll be, she'll want me to be on the same, some, you know, not always, but like it naturally it's in her. Like she wants me to be on the same level of excited with her. And sometimes I tell her like, look, you got to listen. Like I, so for example, I hate, and maybe I won't use the word hate. <laughs> I'm not a fan of when, when plans change. So if we have plans on a Friday night to go hang out and then Thursday night or Thursday the day of yeah. someone says plans change. We were going to go, you know, eat pizza and yeah. kick it. Now we're going to go do something completely different. Or we're not even going to hang out with the same people anymore. All this stuff. For me, I'm like bummed. I'm like, really? Like, 
yeah, I had yeah. my mind set on this is what we were going to do. Yeah. This is who we we're going to hang out with. I was looking forward to that pizza. I was looking forward to hanging out with them. Now we're just completely doing something different. For me, I'm like, dang, like that sucks. For her, it's like, oh, whatever. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. even better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So for me, like, I've had to learn to just embrace the fact that, hey, sometimes things change. It's okay. And I've had to, like, but I've had to also tell her, also, don't expect me to be excited right away. Yeah. Also, give me time to say, I need, I need more time to process yeah. the fact that, yeah, maybe I'm not going to be the, oh, yeah, even better. For me, it's like, no, I was actually looking forward to that. Yeah. So give me some space and time to really, like, be okay with the fact that, yeah, plans change. It happens. So I might, you know, but then for me, once I get into the environment, people I still love and care about, yep. like, great, we'll have a good time. Yeah. But sometimes I, I need that adjustment. That, that's so funny because um, I think I'm I'm the same with my wife, you know. Uh, um, I would consider myself before more spontaneous, if I if per se, you know. Um, I'm still, like, down for whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, actually, that's a default of me that I'm very impulsive, mm. you know. And we talk about this before, yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. impulsivity. Because, uh. I think my default of, of of adaptability in a sense is that I'm very impulsive that I'm down with whatever. Yeah. They can put me in places that I don't want to be. Yeah. But um I think as I'm getting older that's changing a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm not adaptable no more, but I'm saying like I I hesitate a little bit more mm-hmm. than before. Yeah. You know, I'm willing to take risks. I'm willing like I just did, you know. Yeah. But I'm I feel like um um I'm I'm more hesitant, and perhaps because I, I I evaluate things more now, you know. I I actually you know, uh, try to understand and be more thoughtful in the decisions that I make than yeah. before. So that could be a thing too. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like I I I'm becoming more hesitant. Yeah. When when it comes down to um taking decisions that put me in place, or or yeah, put me in a place that I have to you know yeah. adapt again. One thing when I think about that is that. I feel like as we've gotten older, I know for myself, I'll speak for myself, like, I was always, like, in college and, like, hanging out with friends. Like, I was down for anything, too. But I've noticed as I've gotten older, like, my energy level isn't the same. Yeah. And I've learned as I've gotten more, as I've gotten more, like, I don't know how to say this better, but, like, as I've gotten more, like, mature, sometimes, like, my, what I used to be, like, tolerant tolerant to or, like, what I used to be okay with being around yeah. like i'm no longer okay with like yeah. wasting my time to say it to, to say it better than that i just feel like there's certain conversations where i feel like why am i here yeah. like, why are we well, this is a waste <laughs> of my time yeah. it's not like life-giving it's not fun anymore yeah. it's like you know you staying out with certain people and have a good time and now it's just like you know you just start to realize like those those things you used to do are just not fun anymore and, and i just felt like now as i've gotten older like those types of situations just drain me more than they give than they bring me joy. So like yeah. now it's like it feels weird because I'm like I don't always want to just hang out with people that I'm you know like I said like you just you're close to you yeah. like the same things agree on the same things. I still think it's important to be around people that you know may not always agree may not yeah. always you know you know think the same way. But you start to realize how sometimes when you when you're doing that too much, it's draining. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So some of those situations you're just you don't have the same energy of what you know when I was twenty one and I was in college and I can hang out and be around you know random yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm like no, like yep. twenty eight. I'm older. I just, I just don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, because I um <laughs> I, I just moved to this new house yeah. and I was I was telling I think I was telling you you know like 
um, um, the neighbors were outside, you know, yeah. and um, and I I consider myself a very social person, you know, yeah. Um, and the neighbors were outside. Gabby was outside, and she came in. She was like, "Hey, do you want to go meet the neighbors? Go talk to them." And I was in the kitchen. I was like, "Nah, not right <laughs> now. I'm good." And she was surprised. She was like, "What are you talking about? I was like, like you." You love to talk to people. I was like, yeah, not right now. I feel like I'm more in like an, an introvert moment yeah. right now in my introvert space. I want to be by myself, watch movies. Maybe I want to hang out with you. I don't want to hang out with no one else. I want to be with <laughs> else right now. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want to waste my energy asking questions, you know, try to push this thing. Yeah. So, so I, I do, I do agree with that. You know, as we get older, we don't have the same energy to, to invest in those type of things. Even sometimes when I come into a room, I have to breathe and it's okay. Okay, I need to, you know, go mm-hmm. for it and, and, and just try to engage. You yeah. Because okay. if not, some, it's becoming more easier for me to go into my safe sp- space with people that I know mm-hmm. rather than work the room out, you know? Yeah. So so I think that's 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 part of it. But um, I guess going back to the conversation we were having about <laughs> making um, hard decisions, you know, painful decisions in life. Um, yeah, I just want to, I just want to emphasize, you know, um, many times those decisions are going to, are going to bring pain. They're going to bring, um, uh, difficult moments, you know, you're going to grieve certain things, you know, but, um, what we were talking, you know, what is in the other side that is waiting for you? And this is something that I was looking for. Um, yesterday I was, I was, um, reading one of my favorite art authors and, um, He's uh, also draws thing. He he draw art. Yeah, yeah. You know, his name is Scott Erickson, and he says nobody wants to die with their song still in them, mm. but if you are willing to let what needs to die in order for that song to be born, you know. So if you are willing to let what needs to die in order for that song to be born, mm. I think many of us, you know. There's dreams inside of us. There's visions inside of us. But certain things need to die. Yeah. You know? But but some of us are not willing to let those things die. Yeah. So that those dreams and those visions can come yeah. alive. Yeah. That's amazing. And I think, you know, coming from someone who's, you know, for me, an artist, music, like, writing songs, doing all that, I think, you know, that idea of... And I think this ties into what we've already been talking about, like being adaptable enough to sometimes, and I think that's what it is. Technically speaking, the dream is dead, but it's not necessarily that it's the dream dying, but it's that it's the dream adapting. Yeah. And I think that's where, as I've gotten older, my my dreams have adapted. It's not that I still don't want to create music. It's not that I still don't want to build a business. It's just that it's going to look different. And I've accepted that. And I know that things are going to be you know, not exactly what I dreamed of when I was, you know, 16 years old. It's it's not going to be that exact dream. But that doesn't mean that God still doesn't have a purpose. It doesn't still mean that I still can't create something. And it doesn't still mean that I can I can make something out of, of what the skills and gifts and abilities that God has given me. So I think that's the, the beauty of, of being adaptable is that even within your own dreams that you as you get older, you start to realize that, that God can use them. It just might be in a different way. Yep. Yeah, I agree. So, family, I mean, my last thoughts, yeah. I, I guess, is mm-hmm. um, don't be scared. 
Yeah. You know, be brave mm-hmm. and make those choices and make those decisions. The, I'm hoping that Antonio that turns 35, 40, you know, I'm sure he's going to be grateful for, for with Antonio that's 31. To yeah. Make those type of decisions. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, man. I think that's really important and I love it. And thanks for sharing. No, thanks for appreciate him. You know. And I'm, honestly, I'm, 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 I'm alive in a sense, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, uh, I'm able to be sustained obviously by God's love. Yeah. But also by friends like you. Yeah. By friends like Jeff, friends, other people you know, that, yeah. that I, I, I keep going on. Yeah. But I think that that matters a lot. There's well, a beautiful community. If this podcast keeps bringing us together, then we'll keep doing it forever. So. Yep. For real, That's I love it, man. Great way to start season two. Yep. This is the Soul Tapes Podcast. And we out. Yeah.